If a Christian doesn't pray about heaven, that's a remarkable lack. Who ever heard of exiles not thinking about home? Now, I said, that's exactly what the rosary is. We are in a new moment of time and a new moment of space. So we keep saying to our Lord and to the Blessed Mother, I love you, I love you. That's the Holy Rosary. That's the Catholic faith. The whole Catholic faith is in it. Well, I want to welcome you all to another Daily Decade, your rosary on the road. It is Wednesday, the last of this series, and an interesting turn of events. I was looking at the history of the show and examining my numbers uh, in the analytics section and saw that it has tomorrow will be the one-year anniversary of when I decided to call it quits on the first iteration of the Daily Decade, which was actually a daily podcast. Uh, I had reached 404 uh, episodes, and on February 9th of last year, I said, I just can't do anymore. I was burnt out and just couldn't I had nothing more to give I had no new ideas no new reflections I had just I was just burnt out and so I put it down and I walked away I didn't think I was ever going to take it up again and it was just a failed project that I had started doing for my own personal therapy I was only pulling about 60 70 listens every every episode and I had been doing that for 400 episodes so you know when when you do 400 episodes and you pull in 60 people uh, in the first year that you're doing it, you feel like, I'm reaching 60 people. That's mar- That's magnificent. I'm getting 60 people to pray the rosary with me at least once a day. Because it was a daily podcast at the time. It was Monday through Friday. And uh, But after, after a couple of years of doing it, and you go through a, a rough patch and a little bit of a dark patch, and uh, it's easy to get burnt out. But you know, I was reminded of Padre Pio... And what he said about the rosary, that if you are praying, your, it's a very simple thing. If you're praying your rosary and you get tired, well, put it down and come back later. It's, uh, and he is an imitation of a far older saying of the Desert Fathers, that if you cannot say the whole Psalter, don't. It's better to say one good prayer with compunction than to say an entire Psalter in distraction. So if you have a project and you get worn out and you get dragged down and you think that there's no future to it at all, especially if it's one that you're doing for the sake of the faith, which I hope I'm doing some good for the faith here. That's that's really my goal. It's not so much to draw attention to myself. Um, if it were, I would be publishing under my real name, and I'd be uh, trying. I'd be making a, a go at trying to get a slot on Church Militant or or a Life Site or some other site that's made for drawing attention to people and 
making money rather than doing good. But I'm not, because that's not the goal. Besides, making money off the faith is an infamia anyway. But whatever the case may be, I got, I got worn out and dragged down and burnt out, and I walked away. And in four months, I had come back, and since then, I've seen a lot of success with this broadcast, much more success than I ever anticipated that I would see. And so I hope that that acts as a, a form of encouragement for people that are feeling burnt out and dragged down. You know, anybody, whatever your project is, whether you're out there doing some kind of activism, whether you're, you know, art, whether you're spending your time arguing with people, trying to sell them on a certain idea, whether you have a podcast or you have some uh, website, some Substack, you're writing articles, whatever it is. I know I've got all a, a whole mix of people in the audience, uh, people that I've spoken to that I know, people that I don't know. Don't let your heart be discouraged. If you feel tired and you have to put a project down, make plans to pick it up again. You might be surprised at just how much success you'll see. Anyway, that's my little encouragement for this morning. Because uh, I'm really quite happy that I did pick it up again. I've got much more reach. I've got many many people who are praying the rosary with me at least three times a week i hope that everybody's praying it all the time i have people who are not catholic who are coming around on beliefs that the church teaches reaching for benefits that they they don't have in their own theologies benefits like the saints like sacramentals you know like devotions to the sacred heart things that for one reason or another they didn't have access to before they now have access to as a as a spiritual balm that, that's that's accomplishing a goal that I never thought I would accomplish. So it's uh, it, it's worth it to take it back up again if you feel like you have to put a project down. That's the long and short of it. Now, having said all of that, what are what in the world are we praying for today? Because that's the real question. I'm already five minutes in, and I've done nothing but talk about myself. For someone who's not looking to toot his own horn, that seems like quite a character flaw. Today we are praying another general prayer. Uh, this one is for the protection of the people of Brazil against communism. Uh, an appropriate prayer really for anyone living in <clears throat> South America uh, since uh, that uh, particular part of the world seems absolutely infested with communism uh, and, uh, and with all sorts of, of false uh, resistance to the same. And, you know, we're talking about a part of the world that really, having been settled the way that it was, ought to have a pretty strong bulwark against it. But, you know, you get all sorts of th people down there <clears throat> that eat their way through the wood of the structure and the structure caves in. And that's sort of what's been happening down there ever since they uh, shot the president of Ecuador back in the 1800s. It was a, there was a point at which the nation of Ecuador was the only Catholic uh, government on the planet by the, I mean, with the exception of the Papal States. Um, and I forget which major uh, Catholic figure made that evaluation, but if you looked at the way that the government was run and you looked at Rerum Novarum and a bunch of other documentation from the 1800s, now Rerum Novarum is after the assassination of the Ecuadorian president, 
uh, but it was the only country that was actually doing what a Catholic state should do in terms of its relationship with the church. And that was, uh, that's quite an indictment for the European world, really, you know. But uh, now the struggle down there continues, and uh, the resistance to it has not been great, to say the least. So I think it is appropriate to pray for them, uh, to, and most of all to pray against the superstition of politics. And I'll go and explain that when we do the reflection, but that's, I think, the theme we're going to run with on this one. Now then, I'm going to pray for the people of Brazil. Uh, if you have a prayer request, whether it's a general prayer request, whether it's a specific prayer request, uh, I, don't gener- I don't come up with my own prayer requests. I never pray for myself or my own intentions on here. I want yours. It's an act of penance on my part to do that. So I encourage you to write those in. Daily Decade Requests at Proton.me, Decade, D-E-C-A-D-E. Requests in the plural at Proton, P-R-O-T-O-N, dot M for Michael, E for Elizabeth. You can also drop me a line at the Daily Decade on Telegram, Gab, and the Fediverse. I'm on the Post instance, P-O-A dot S-T, and all three of those, I am at the Daily Decade. You'll also be able to find the website, PrayTheRosaryEveryDay.wordpress.com. And I'm syndicated on two other websites, ExodusAmericanus.com and Americaner.org. Good men who are trying their best to uh, produce as much content for the edification of our people as possible. And they are good, decent men trying their best to find their way to the truth. So I would appreciate your prayers for them that they do ultimately all make their way into the faith and into the church and into heaven, More, most importantly. Uh, I think that's all the ways that you can get in touch with me. Let's go ahead and get our rosaries out and put ourselves in the presence of God and pray earnestly for the uh, poor people of, uh, of Brazil who are under threat from Antichrist communism. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, the Maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who by the Holy Ghost was conceived, was born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day He rose again, ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence He shall come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. For an increase in faith, hope, and charity, hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. 
Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The fifth glorious mystery is the crowning of the Blessed Virgin Mary in heaven. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. <clears throat> Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women. And blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, 
as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Hail, Holy Queen, Mother of Mercy, our life, our sweetness, and our hope. To thee do we cry, poor banished children of Eve. To thee do we send up our sighs, mourning and weeping from this veil of tears. Turn then, O gracious Advocate, thine eyes of mercy unto us. And after this, our exile, shew unto us the blessed fruit of thy womb, Jesus. O clement, O loving, O sweet Virgin Mary. Pray for us, O Holy Mother of God, that we may be made worthy of the promises of Christ. Let us pray. O God, who didst deign to send thine only begotten Son, who by his life, death, and resurrection didst purchase for us the rewards of eternal life, look with favor on us, that meditating on the sacred mysteries of the Most Holy Rosary of the Blessed Virgin Mary, we may imitate what they contain and obtain what they promise. Through the same Christ our Lord. Amen. St. James, who didst appear before the host of the powers of Spain and Portugal to conquer the godless Moor and drive him from the Christian lands which he had taken from them. We humbly beg thy intercession that in this guise as a warrior of Christ the King thou wouldst overshadow the people of Brazil and throughout all of South America and all who share in the patrimony of Spain and Portugal, that thou wouldst inspire them to look to their true King, Christ our Lord, and under his protection defeat those forces of godlessness and idolatry and antichrist which threaten their souls and bodies that they may rejoice in their God and that they may do the work to restore their nations and all things in Christ. And this we pray in the name of the same Jesus Christ our Lord who liveth and reigneth with God the Father and the Holy Ghost, one God, world without end. Amen. For all of us in our battle against the forces of godlessness within our own souls, and around us. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. Most Sacred Heart of Jesus, have mercy on us. Most Sacred Heart of Jesus, have mercy on us. Most sacred heart of Jesus, thy kingdom come. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Now, I doubt you'll, I very much doubt that you'll hear someone else invoking the name of St. James the Moor Slayer, Santiago, uh, these days, but um, he's a good reference point. Uh, the, uh, the story is. Uh, that's, um, and I forget whether it's, it's one, I think it's one of the Alfonso's. There's about a million of them down there um, from the kings of, of uh, Asturias, Leon, Castile, and, uh, and uh, oh, what was the last? Galicia was the other kingdom in the north. 
and I, the, there were several Alfonsos throughout the Middle Ages, and one of them was in battle against the Moors, and I've forgotten now whether it's the Moors that were in Toledo or uh, one of the other major Moorish settlements. And uh, St. James, uh, who had traveled to Spain and whose bones are interred there, and who has become a focal point of pilgrimage, or had become a focal point of pilgrimage among the Spaniards um, and the Portuguese and variety the other peoples that live on the Iberian Peninsula. Today we think of Spain and Portugal, but there's actually quite a few different smaller ethnicities uh, that exist on that uh, on the peninsula, and they were united in the push against uh, the the Muslims. But uh, at any rate, St. James appeared in the sky uh, in an apparition, and the apparition swept aside the forces of the Moorish army and uh, allowed the Spaniards to rally to victory, uh, which allowed them to secure their place on the peninsula and wage the war against the infidel uh, Muslims for the next... uh, just about a th- just just shy of a thousand years, about eight about eight hundred years, from the beginning of the campaign of Reconquista to its completion in 1492. Uh, so he became a, Saint James has always been a major focal point for the Spanish and Portuguese speaking people, the Iberian peoples, and their patrimony throughout the world. And so, since the Brazilians seem once again to be locked in a battle against the forces of evil. Uh, and godlessness seems like an appropriate fellow to uh, to invoke his aid, an appropriate saint. These saints that are tied to a people's patrimony are among the most important, in my opinion, for us to be aware of, and it really does benefit us to know of them. You know, it, it would be the the Mexicans, for instance, could easily. Bring about a a new cultus to St. James, to Santiago, and uh, and it would be and it and, and it would link them to this long history that they have, and then you wouldn't have these sort of pagan cults popping up all over the place like Santa Muerte, uh, even though I understand that's not as widespread as it as it uh, sometimes is portrayed. Uh, nevertheless, you know. People who belong to Catholic nations or people who belong to any nation and have a Catholic heritage, which is everybody who has any kind of tie to Europe at all, including the colonials, we, we ought to cling to that patrimony. That's, God has given these saints to us as much as he has given us to them and their, and their patronage. Anyway, I've done that rant once before. I'm not going to launch on it again. Today we are reflecting on the crowning of the Blessed Virgin Mary in heaven. And it's appropriate, since we're just passing by Septuagesima, which was this past Sunday, and the reading on that day was um, uh, the epistle, rather, uh, reading, a focus on the, the perishable and the imperishable crowns. Charles I, when he was put to death by Cromwell and his anarchist cronies, uh, said, uh, I go from a perishable to an imperishable crown. Perhaps an act of presumption on his part that he should be 
<laughs> that he should be uh, achieving sainthood. But uh, there are many English, both Catholic and Anglican alike, who did regard him very much as a martyr for the faith, um, since he was put to death by uh, some of the most uh, vile uh, batch of uh, heretics that England has ever produced, and who continue to plague us today. Uh, the East Anglians uh, that have made their way across the Atlantic and created the modern progressive stack. Anyway, uh, that's just a pet theory that I happen to subscribe to. I am sorry that we're getting so much politics today. That wasn't my intention. But we read about the imperishable crown and the perishable crown when the athletes of the Greeks ran, and the Romans ran races. They would win a crown of laurels, and that crown of laurels would fade rather quickly. Uh, and, uh, and by the time all was said and done, uh, it, would, uh, it, it really would fall apart within a couple of days. So you have this trophy that just was gone. It's an excellent uh, analogy, an excellent metaphor for all the achievements of this world, which turns to ash and dust in the grand scheme of the... In, in a man's lifetime, it seems like not much, but I suppose that a laurel leaf probably feels very long-lived to a fly. But to God, all these things are not only temporary, but really uh, quite quickly perishable. You know, perishable in the way that milk perishes if you leave it out on the counter for 24 hours. And... St. Paul tells us, you know, you can strive for worldly concerns and you can win worldly crowns. And in the end, what will that get you but a pile of dry leaves? We strive for something greater. We fight not as beating the air. We run not as standing in place, but so to win. And the crowning of the Blessed Virgin Mary is a mystery in the Rosary, not only because the Rosary is dedicated to the Blessed Virgin Mary, to the Blessed Mother, but because it illustrates to us an example that is set for us by the Queen of Saints that all saints achieve. And her crown is not merely an imperishable crown, but a crown of authority. This is something that we're taught. This is not all the saints win crowns, the crown of martyrdom. These crowns are not merely crowns of achievement. They are crowns of authority. The saints are people, human beings, who have achieved that authority over creation that all humanity from the time of Adam's creation has been destined to have. When we hear of the rebellion in heaven and Satan's firm stance, non servion, it is not God that he is refusing to serve in his statement. It, it is God ultimately that he refuses to serve, but it is instead that angels are made to minister to the crown of creation, which is us. We chose to reject that crown. We chose the perishable crown. 
You know, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil was a perishable fruit. It grew out of the ground, out of this earth. Now, the earth now is much more decayed and cursed. Creation is old. But in the early days, it was nevertheless still creation, and it was nevertheless still quite perishable. You know, it, was, it was nevertheless, perishable is the wrong word. It was temporal. It had time. It experienced time. And so we chose the perishable fruit. And ever since, we have continued to choose the temporal and the perishable rather than the eternal. That's the curse of Adam. That's sin upon us. Our tendency to prefer that which is perishable over that which is eternal. The Blessed Mother, as the new Eve, chooses that which is eternal over that which is temporal and sets the example for us and as a result wins the imperishable crown of authority as the Queen of Saints and is seated at the right hand of her son just as he is seated at the right hand of God the Father. Now he is just, his throne is equal to the Father's, hers is a little bit below. It's the uh, that's the uh, that's the nature of the of the kingdom, and all the saints are crowned and th- enthroned on smaller seats before the Lamb. You see that in the in the book of uh, of the Apocalypse of Saint John, that they are enthroned and they are crowned. The inthr- thrones and crowns mean authority. These saints, the martyrs, are given authority. They spend all of their time worshiping the Lamb who was slain and yet lives. But nevertheless, they have thrones and authorities. That's the real authority. That's the real power of the world. That's the thing that all of us should concern ourselves with and reach for. That's why the psalmist says, and if you think that David and Solomon didn't know what was coming, that God had not revealed it to them, then you doubt their prophecy, the power of prophecy that they have. Christ himself says, amen, I say to you, Abraham rejoiced to see my day. Before Abraham was, I am. That's in the Gospel of St. John. And so David and Solomon and Abraham and Isaiah and Jeremiah and Ezekiel and Elias, all of them, every single one of them knew that the Christ was going to come and it was revealed to them. We believe by, we hold by faith that they knew that it was going to be Jesus Christ. And so they knew when they wrote what they wrote. Jeremiah tells us that the human heart is deceitful above all things and, the, uh, and desperately wicked is the way that, the, uh, is that it's translated in the King James. Now, I know that the King James is not a Catholic translation, but that is rather a wonderful rendering of what the original Hebrew actually says. And then the psalmist tells us, put not thy trust in princes, nor in the sons of men, in whom there is no salvation. And that is something to bear in mind to put before us every single time things take a political turn that is not to our liking or causes us to dismay or causes us to, God forbid, despair. Our fight is not against 
flesh and blood. Our crowns are not of this world. Our power and our authority is God's to give as he likes and where he likes. And it is in his kingdom that we have the crown placed upon our head. And so it seems an appropriate prayer today that upon reflecting on this mystery of the rosary, we should remember, or rather that we should desire, I meant to say, that we should, like the Blessed Virgin, win our crown in heaven by spending our time on earth focused on those things which are imperishable especially as we come into Lent in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost Amen The moon is the symbol of Our Lady the moon is for those in darkness and I think in a special way for sinners so that if we but look to her who is the moon and derives all light from the sun they would never fall into an abyss now this is the rosary